0: Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Zoe Galitzis and I coach busy working moms on how to create simpler, more relaxed lives, one doable step at a time. And on today's episode, episode 49, we are going to talk about things you can stop caring about. Let me explain that because usually when we think of improving our lives, we think of what we want to do more of, what we want to add to our lives. I'd like to start exercising more, or I'd like to start reading that list of books that I've been keeping that I know would enrich me. But in my own experience, it's not so much doing more things and adding more things into your life as it is being more selective and actually removing things from your life that can make it so much richer, especially if you are in a phase of life where you have kids, you have a career, there's lots going on. I think the best thing you can do for yourself is to be really selective, keep only what you love and think about what you can take out of your life to clear out some space. And that could be physical, right? That could be decluttering a closet or emptying your inbox it can also be mental and emotional and that's what we're talking today. We are going to talk about all the things we spend our mental energy and time caring about, thinking about, worrying about, ruminating over and I'm going to give you 5 things today that you can stop caring about. And I think as you listen through each of these, I'm sure you can relate to at least one, if not all of them. Think about how much time and brain power you spend on these. And maybe there's even some more you would add to the the list that are more frequent for you. But think about how much of your time and your energy goes into caring about these things. And if you could let go of that, if you could stop caring or care less about those things, what that would open up for you. We think of caring as a positive emotion and it is in many situations. But there's also times where caring about things doesn't actually serve us. It actually keeps us stuck. It drains our energy. And that's why I love this concept. It really fits well to with just my general minimalist philosophy of life and what I think makes life simply better. I think by stopping (laughs) caring about Some of these things and again, you can create your own list as you listen along, we can make our lives so much more full and rich with the things that really do matter the most to us, the things that we want to spend our time caring about. So let's talk through the list and see what you think. All right. The first thing on my list that it's okay for you to stop caring about is your appearance. Now, if I added up all of the time in my life that I have spent thinking, worrying, working on my appearance, I, I don't even know what the answer to that <laughs> question is. And I don't think I wanna know because it would be a lot of time. Really ever since I was a kid, and you think about as you're, growing as a girl and a teenager starting to get self-conscious I was super self-conscious and although not as extreme in my adulthood it's kind of just followed me around this worry and this care about my appearance which is so silly because it actually doesn't matter and I know we all know that rationally right but it's another thing to actually apply it and not think about that and you can you can decide what this looks like for you. What, what do you spend worrying about your appearance? Is it a feature that you don't like? Is it your weight? Is it how you dress you don't think looks professional enough, whatever the case may be? What if you just dropped that? Like, what would that free up for you in your own life? I will give you a, a quick example here. Something that I worried about related to my appearance for the longest time has been wearing makeup. Now, I don't wear makeup. My mom didn't wear makeup. It just wasn't something I really grew up around. And when I started working in a corporate setting, I noticed, wow, uh, most people just wear makeup. (laughs) And I felt like I should be wearing makeup. And I even went to a training on executive presence once where part of the training, they told us that studies had shown that women who wear makeup are perceived as being more professional and successful in their presentations that they're giving. So I had all of this evidence I had built up for myself of why I should wear makeup. And for a long time, I would like not wear makeup but worry about the fact that I wasn't wearing makeup because I thought I didn't look professional or I would worry about what kind of makeup I should try because my skin was really sensitive and I would always break out when I tried it or I would spend time buying makeup and trying it on but then feeling awkward and finally you know this went on for probably you know 15 years of my career and finally probably about a year ago maybe less than that actually maybe six months ago I just decided you know what I'm not going to wear makeup. I have gotten, as far as I have gotten in my career, not wearing makeup. Clearly, it has not been an issue. No one has ever commented on it to me. Maybe they're thinking about it, maybe not. We'll talk about that in our next point. But all of this time that I spent thinking that this was a barrier to me in fitting in and looking professional and doing well in my career, all of that time was totally wasted. And in fact, the only... Way I was creating being stuck for myself was just in my thoughts and just caring so much about that. So that's one example of how I have stopped caring about my appearance. Now, ironically, when I stop caring, worrying about my appearance, I actually think I take better care of myself. And when I stop like f- caring so much about it, it actually becomes fun to buy clothes I like or, you know do things that I feel comfortable in, which I think ultimately is what gives you the most glow, the most quote-unquote best appearance is just to be yourself and feel good in your own skin. And when you're excessively caring about your appearance, it's really hard to do that. So that's the first thing you can stop caring about is your appearance. Thing number two that you can stop caring about right now, as you're listening to this, if you would like to, is what other people think about you. I realize that's a big topic. So I suggest you take it in little baby steps. I've done some episodes about people pleasing. You could go back to those and listen to those, but in general, we tend to care so much about what other people think about us. How, how many hours of your life have you spent worrying about what you said when you were talking with Salman and what they thought about that and did you say the wrong thing or you're in a social situation and you're worrying about what other people think about what you're doing and how they're judging you. Again, so much energy goes into this and not just the energy that goes into that but also the focus on it really takes our focus away from finding out who we really are and being our authentic selves instead we're constantly trying to steer through this obstacle course of doing all the right things to make other people think good things about you now here's the truth about this other people don't really care that much about you we tend to completely overemphasize how (laughs) how important what we're doing is to other people and that's because all of us are just kind of worried about ourselves and what other people are thinking about us, and we don't spend that much time actually caring about other people. So here's another thing you can drop. Now, this I want to give you some concrete examples with all of these so you can. it doesn't just sound like this big concept, but you can actually see how you might be able to apply this in your life. One way I have done this that has really simplified my life is when I am invited to activities. And I will tell you right now, and probably if there's some of my coworkers listening, they will know this. I don't show up to all the activities we have for work. I don't show up to all the activities we have in our personal life because I am an introvert. I love to have a good chunk of time each day to myself, which working full-time in my corporate job and my coaching practice and having three kids that is something that i carve out and that means that i don't go to all of the events that are on my calendar and what held me back from doing that for a long time was the fear of what other people would think of me that i wasn't going to this event especially if i didn't have a good excuse right and It's still uncomfortable for me a lot of the time to not go, but I also recognize how much more I want that time to myself. And they can be events with people that I really enjoy being with. It's not like I don't like people. I have a a lot of amazing people in my life. I just know the balance that I do best with between alone time and people time And I honor that without worrying about what other people think of it. So you could think about that right now. Is there an event that's on your calendar that you don't really wanna go to, but you've said yes to because you're worried about what people will think if you don't go to it? Question that, maybe you don't have to, maybe they don't care that much. So try it out, see what you think. All right, number three, the third thing that you can stop caring about is raising happy kids. Now, some of you are listening to this and I just completely lost you. And you're like, is she a terrible person that she's telling me to stop caring about my kids' happiness? And let me explain myself because I realize this might sound a little wacky. I don't mean that you should stop loving your kids or caring about your kids at all. I think though, what a lot of us do as parents is we get really concerned about how to parent in the correct way that we will, you know, have the best chance of our kids being happy and successful and enriched or speaking two languages or whatever you think is important for your kids to have. And I think that sometimes we care about that so much that it becomes a distraction from actually being with our kids in the present moment, just as they are. And here's the other somewhat painful truth about this. Ultimately, you don't control your kid's happiness. Even when they're little, even when they're living with you they are separate people. They are their own people. And if you have more than one kid or you have nieces and nephews compared to your own children, you know how the same, the exact same genes, the exact same parenting style can create very different personalities, very different levels of happiness, very different children, right? So we can see that our true influence as a parent is limited. And especially when they grow up, I mean, eventually they become adults and they do their own thing and they might be happy and they might not be. And we have a limited amount of control over that. And by the way too, like do we always want our kids to be happy and successful or do we want them to experience a full range of emotions and do we want them to experience some failure in their life because that's how they grow. So that's the other thing about this. One second, Quinn, that's my four year old. So I might have to uh, take a pause for a minute. We'll see. Okay. Short break from that with my own child ironically so let's see what was i talking about i was talking about raising happy kids and the idea that our kids are going to experience some sadness some negative emotions some failure in their life and that is part of what will make them who they are and the more that we can accept our ultimate lack of control and also, the idea that it's not a bad thing that our kids experience the fullness of life, not just the happy, successful parts of it. The more we can let go of those preoccupations and worry and overcaring, we can experience an authentic relationship with our kids as they are right now to its fullest. And I think those are the best times with my kids, not the times when I'm like planning their college education and scheming as to how to make sure that they can only get the best in life. But when I'm just like hanging out with them and talking about, you know, my five-year-old is showing me his rock collection. Like there's no redeeming qualities to that conversation other than the fact that it's just us together having a genuine interaction. and. That's what I want my relationship and my parenting to be about. And I don't have to care about his happiness or his success in life to do that. I just have to be present with him and connect and (laughs) talk about cool rocks that he's picked up on the ground. All right. Thing number four that you can stop caring about is doing your fair share. I see this trip up so many women when they are looking at changes they want to make to improve their own lives and they hold themselves back with the concern that they won't be pulling their own weight if they do a little bit less or they feel guilty and that, you know, they're going to be enjoying themselves more than the people that are around them hypothetically. And, I think this idea of doing our fair share just gets us in so much trouble. And this is how I want you to think about it. Because if you cut back and do less, that allows you to create more space in your life, which allows you to grow and become the best version of yourself, which allows you to contribute at your highest level back into the world. And so this idea, that continuing in activities or routines that are exhausting us or burning us out, just to feel like we're pitching in and doing our fair share in the long run actually cuts off our contribution. We stop ourselves so far short of our potential and you have to let other people choose what they're gonna do. Other people could make the same choices about how they manage their time and they could make choices to do less as well. That's up to them. They don't choose that. You have to let them just live their own life and you have to do what's best for you. It feels so uncomfortable and I know a lot of people get feel guilty about this, but I have seen this just play out so many times in my own life and the lives of my clients that when we let go, and we indulge ourselves, so to speak, we have so much more to give. So I just highly recommend that you stop caring about doing your fair share and drop the guilt. All right? thing number five that you can stop caring about, this is our last one, we'll wrap up with this, is what happens next? How many times do you sit down in the evening, and or maybe wake up at three in the morning if you're me. (laughs) That's that's when I love to do this. Wake up at three in the morning and start thinking about, start caring about how the next day is going to go and what is going to happen next. I care so much about (laughs) the future. I worry about it, I think about it, I ruminate, and it's all pointless because you don't really know what's going to happen next until it happens and what i often do is over plan to the extent that i just use up energy planning more than i really need to when i could just go with the flow see what happens have energy to react in the moment um, but instead we spend all of this time and energy worrying about the future before it's actually happened and before we really have enough information yet to really make a plan and really act accordingly. I see this with myself and others in making decisions. A lot of times we just uh, stew and spin over making decisions. And I think uh, a lot of the time it's because it doesn't really matter that much and we could decide either way and it would be fine. And we would just have our own back that that was the right decision. But I also see us trying to make decisions when we don't really have enough information to do that and just waiting a little bit longer and seeing what unfolds, seeing what actually does happen next, having it become the present, then we're really equipped to care about it then, care about it when it is happening, not ahead of time. So that's that's the fifth one what happens next and think about how much time do you spend thinking about the future and trying to control the future that has not even happened yet. And what impact does that have on your availability to show up as your best self in the present moment? So to summarize, these are the five things that you can stop caring about, number one, your appearance. Number two, what other people think about you. Number three, raising happy kids. Number four, doing your fair share. Number five, what happens next? That's my list. What is on your list? What little thing do you want to take from this podcast today and just stop caring about it, just decide, you know what, maybe I've cared about this in the past, but it just in the grand scheme of things, it really does not matter. It's not what matters most to me. And I'm just going to free up a little mental space and a little time by stopping caring about it. Give that some thought, try it out. I think you'll like it. Again, the, the bigger theme here is that less is more. And instead of thinking about, what you need to add to your to-do list to make your life better. Think about some of the things that are in your life right now, whether they're physical or mental or emotional, think about what things you can release to improve your experience of life. All right, everyone, I am thinking about you. I hope you are all having amazing weeks full of what matters most to you. And make sure to subscribe to the podcast if you're not subscribed yet. I am here every Tuesday and I will talk to you again soon.